Welcome to the seventh episode of the Synth and Electronic Music Show, brought to you by the Postal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit, coming to you from the Sonic Shed, and I'm joined by Clive Walpole across town in his analog bubble bath. Hello there from the uh, Synthorium. <laughs> Tonight we have pieces from Big Giant Circles, John Fox, Heinbach, Robert Rich, Ian Body, Terry Riley with Kronos Quartet. But we start tonight with a piece from William Hoskins. Uh, yeah, this is um, Overture Stars of Sons by William Hoskins, uh, recorded in 69. Um, William Hoskins is the Director of Electronic Music and Composer in Residence at Jacksonville University. This is all done on a, a, a modular synth. Um, it's the only album he made, but it's a brilliant album and a lot of people have said you know why did he just stop at one because it, it's his first album and uh, mm. and it was amazing so yeah such a shame he didn't do any more yeah yeah he, i mean it wasn't any other reason he just did, thought he'd do one and that would do it <laughs> this piece is called overture stars and suns and starts off our mini themed space section Thank you. 
cherry out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, all the uh, sample and hold going on in the background. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. Study or teach at the uh, yeah, yeah, Jackson's Infield. Director of electronic music, that's what he was. Yeah. Not many universities probably have a director of electronic music, I should No, think. not in the 60s even, blimey. me. No, guess you're not <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> well, we carry on, carrying on the, the space theme with a, got a piece from Terry Riley and the Kronos Quartet. Sun Rings was released last year, but it's a, so it originated in the, around 2002 when Kronos Quartet were asked by NASA to contribute to the 25th anniversary of the Voyager 1 mission. They started to collaborate with Terry Riley. They used they based it on the sounds gathered by the plasma wave instrument that's on the Voyager, which uh, senses, senses waves of electrons in the ionised gas as it travels through space, and the data is converted into audible sounds. This piece is called Sun Rings Overture. Oh, wow. Whistles and uh, in chorus and electron psychotron waves and all kinds of things. Well, whistlers are produced uh, by lightning. And there's all kinds of different types of waves propagated in this plasma whistling. The high frequencies uh, travel faster than the low frequencies. Well, the very first instrument we flew like this, we didn't appreciate it at all that there were all these. In fact, there's gas up there. Space is the vacuum. And there's all kinds of different types of waves propagated in this plasma. Whistling tone starting at high frequencies first, it kind of goes like that. Well, the very first instrument we flew like this, we, we didn't appreciate it at all. Well, whistlers are produced uh, by lightning. Very short piece, that. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting, though. I remember actually them seeing the when they were actually getting these stuff back from Voyager um, mm. and talking about the whistling sound from the mm. lightning storms. Yeah. Amazing. So I wanted to play a piece from an outdoor theatre show by John Nicholson and Mark Bishop from Big State Theatre that was at the Bath Fringe Festival in 2012. It's based on an alien visitation where they'd come across the Voyager spacecraft. There's a bit from Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot that he wrote after seeing the photo where the Earth is smaller than one pixel and where NASA commanded Voyager to turn the camera around and take one last photo from the edge of their solar system. Hello, I exist in a very different place than you, and I am on a journey. Your species is also on a journey, seeking the truth about its origins. For all of us, the truth may be puzzling, it may be counterintuitive, it may contradict deeply held prejudices. But remember, extinction is the rule, survival is the exception, 
and therefore the most significant and life-enhancing thing about each one of you listening to this is your improbability. Your species is young and curious and brave. You have evolved to wonder, to discover that understanding is a joy and that knowledge will be a prerequisite to survival. Your species needs and deserves a citizenry with minds wide awake and a basic understanding of how the universe works. Your future will depend on how well you know the cosmos in which you float like a mote of dust in the early evening sun. What you offer your children will shape the future of your species. You will need imagination and scepticism both. You must not be afraid to speculate. But nevertheless, you must be careful to distinguish speculation from fact. Protecting your children from an understanding of their origins threatens the long-term survival of your species. The nitrogen in your DNA, the calcium in your teeth, the iron in your blood, the carbon in every living thing on your planet was all made in the interiors of collapsing stars. You were all made of star stuff. photograph that the the, uh, the blue dot is very the pale blue dot yeah humbling <laughs> well a lot of sort of synth and electronic music is always based on space themes isn't it so it was uh, it attracts you to it because i suppose the sounds are unearthly hmm. I mean, even now even though we've had electronic music around for decades well, uh, years. yeah yeah it, it, it's unearthly sound, isn't it? So moving on, we have a piece from Ian Boddy, who is a, he's an electronic musician who also runs the DIN label. And that has a modular subsidiary called Tone Science. And I've, uh, I've chosen a few tracks 
tonight from the compilations and starting with his track Tone 6 which uses a six panel surge system
quite Vangelis-like, that in a way, some ways. Sort of put me in the mind of uh, sort of Blade Runner, or something like kind of sounds. This piece is is actually a, a self-generating aleatoric yeah. piece, where he's used a six-panel surge system. Ah, surge. Yeah, with a few other extra bits, apparently. Hmm. They were additive synths, weren't they? Like the Buckler, I think. Quite rare, I think. They oh yes, yeah, they were. Yeah. Mm. So it's a mixture of West Coast and East Coast, really, with, with that. Mm. The sound is very, like you say, it's very melodic for a for an aleatoric piece. Hmm. Very nice. Very moody. Very. Mm. Yeah. Trippy. Mm. <laughs> I like that very much. So we have a piece from Robert Rich from another of Ian Body's uh, tone science compilations called Cyclosporum. Um, Robert Rich's interesting character has been around since uh, the 80s uh, sound designer yeah. built his own instruments and he's very much an ambient artist I'd say yeah I've heard his stuff but I don't didn't know a lot about him mm. apparently he uh, designed presets for the Morpheus which I I've still got actually mm. I, have to, I have to get out of the cupboard I love the Morpheus yeah yeah and they did some sound design for, for Pitch Black, which is one of my favourite sci-fi films. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't realise... Guilty Pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a track, obviously, using modular. It's called, uh, yeah, Cyclosporum.
Lovely overlapping sweeps. Yeah, really interesting uh, sort of uh, dreamy ambient sounds there. Put me in mind of someone else. I'm trying to think who it was. Probably a bit Eno-ish in some ways. Mm. Yeah, slightly more synthy nice. than Eno, but yeah. definitely... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, true, yeah. Definitely got that... Uh, that driftiness very nice so we're on to a piece from seventh wave next yeah seventh wave were uh, uh, English uh, duo uh, psycho- psychedelic progressive rock um, uh, this they only did two albums this this one is from things to come which um, was probably their, their sort of definitive album um, it, it's a series of tracks that, that all run into us. So it's like one piece of music, wise, but they're all series of tracks. And I chose this one, Fog, Smog, and Sunset, because it's quite uh, unusual. From '74, this one. So, yeah, it's quite nice, stringy. I don't know what they did it with. I'm, I'm not sure the synth they used, but they're very, very um, dif- different. That's what I like. Different. Yeah. So it's, yeah, different to a lot of stuff. And I liked a lot of. Progressive rock that yeah. was a sort of thoughtful progressive rock. Mm. Well, there's some gems amongst all that. Oh, uh, there genre. is. Oh, yeah. This track is called Fog, Smog, and Sunset. Thank you. 
bet that was an Arpsalina or something like that. Sounded very. That's like one. Anyway. <laughs> Love the slightly Bach feel to it. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is nice. Yeah. It really it does suit a synth. It does. It does. It's, I think. I think Bach would have been a synthesis if it had been born oh, now. Yeah. And Debussy. They all would have been. They all would have been. great. <laughs> Imagine Thomas Kirchia in uh, Leipzig would have been mm. just decked out with a modular. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're going to get letters now from <laughs> purist classical. <laughs> What's the saying? Sorry. So we, yeah, we have a, a piece from the uh, enigmatic local... Uh, <laughs> Outfit analog mechanic. Yes, this is a tangent one, which uh, from from my collection of music called Ambiania, which is where mm. I put everything that I don't know where else to put. And it's uses uh, it's soft synth. It uses a sculpture, which is a, a logic um, soft synth um, yeah. that emulates strings effects. And um, alchemy. This is called a uh, tangent one. Thank you. 
So Heinbach is a Berlin-based composer whose main interest lies in old test, test equipment and tape degradation and he uses conceptual approaches to making sounds. He also has a really successful YouTube channel, which is where I discovered him, where he shares his ideas and work and discusses with others the uh, electronic music world. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Steve Davis, the snooker player, now turned synth electronic musician. Oh, I didn't know that. That's news to me, I didn't know Oh, that. We, we'll play some of his tracks soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He loves him, he loves his YouTube channel. He just said he doesn't understand the word he's saying, but <laughs> he enjoys it. <laughs> So I've got a piece that's from, it's a modular piece, and it's from uh, the Tone Science album again. And this piece is called Das Eigentliche, which means the essential, I think. Yeah, was that that was sort of test equipment, you know, test oscillators and things like that. It's it was um, no, it was mod- modular. That's what it's supposed oh, it's to be. Oh, modular. Sorry, yeah. yeah. But, um, that was nice. You can see he he, uh, he leaves the, uh, the hums and the glitchiness mm. of it. He, he, yeah, that's part of his um, aesthetic. So I love early Ultravox, but when the lead singer John Fox left and released his solo album Metamatic that's what I was really blown away with with the pure pure synth darkness um, which he used, he used mainly the Arp Odyssey uh, with the Multiman string machine and the CR78 drum machine I think yeah I hadn't, I hadn't realised he'd used the Odyssey but, uh, and on the reissue recent reissue of the album they had some of the um, template uh, overlays that you put on the uh, 
on the Odyssey. Ooh. Some of the sounds that he used. I'll have to get to see that. I think the album, it really captures the sort of the empty street bleakness of the 80s. Well, you got the sort of J.G. Ballard theme there as well, aren't you, from the bleakness and the... Well, this track I've chosen is called Film One by John Fox. Drama, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of, bit, sort of music concrete as well, isn't it? With the sort of sounds and things and the you know, sort of noises and very, very open. Yeah, I like that. Not heard, never heard that before. Yeah. So following on for that we have a piece by Big Giant Circles. Oh, yeah. Yes. Big Giant Circles is a name of the uh, Jimmy Hinson is primarily a, a game music um, writer, producer, um, but he, he produces albums as well, uh, and some of it's come from, from the development of game music, and he also did music on, uh, some of the incidental music on Stranger Things, the Netflix uh, series. So yeah, yeah. This is a uh, there came an echo, and uh, so they I think they took music from that or the Stranger Things series. Right. So this is from 2018, so fairly recent. Okay. Ignite Defense.
So VDM, yeah. Vibe, sort of, yeah. EDM and eighties uh, revival TV. Yeah. So staying in in the eighties, when I was around sort of fourteen, my sister actually found a listing of in time out for a synth band playing uh, at Moonlight Club in West Hampstead, and it was Depeche Mode. So I went along with my cousin, who was a, it was a synth nerd kid as well. Become fans and follow them around the pub gigs in London. But when the first album came out, I was really disappointed with the, with the sound, the poppy sound of it, and I lost it. Really lost interest in them. But recently, I come across this version of one of their early tracks by Reichsop with Susan, Susan Sunford on vocals as well. And it really, to me, it captures the energy and the power of, the, of those songs that I felt when I was in the in those grimy back rooms in the pubs mm. the early gigs yeah I love Royksong I love that production this is their cover of Bash Reynolds Ice Machine
synth sounds there. Oh, really nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's a lovely sound. So come to our last track of the evening. It's by a chap called Jean-Jacques Perry. Yeah, uh, French, uh, well, he, he was a, uh, an orchestra leader, I think, and a, a pianist and an electronic musician. Uh, it's called Analog Generique. Um, he's actually, his real name is Jean Leroy, but uh, changed it to Perry. And, um, he was studying medicine and he, he met a guy called Georges Jenny who invented the ondioline, which is a, a mm. we'll have to do a feature on one day, the, the type of electronic keyboard. Oh, yes. Yeah, that'd be nice to do something like that. He became a friend of Robert Moog and um, this looked quite a late one for him because he died about 91, he was about 91 he died about two years ago. Mm. So this, this is in 2006. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting music. Uh, I think it mostly used modular synths. It's from the Moog Acid album, is it? From the Moog Acid, acid album, yeah.
Yeah, it's interesting that, isn't it? Yeah, I love a two-fingered octave bass line, synth bass yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's sort of a bit retro, but modern as well, isn't it? It's sort of mixed together. It's, it's yeah. got that retro-y, organ-y sound. Yeah. Some sort of 60s stuff. You could imagine a Jerry Anderson thing with music like that. When was that made? That was that was 2006. Right. So, so he's in he, sort he was, of 80s. probably one of the last things he, he actually well, I think, yeah. was in his late 80s making that it would have been yeah, yeah. yeah he did that yeah he worked right up until the end yeah. very cool great thanks again for listening to the Coastal Electronauts synth and electronic music show we'll be back next week with some more electronic sounds and bye from the voltage control cave here <laughs> in this <Westerville. laughs> bit cool in the Sonic Shed today. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more comfortable. Mm. So join, um, you can find us on Facebook under Coastal Electronauts. So come and join the group there. Yeah, we're a growing group now. We'll see you next